Hello there, this is Dr. Alan Hedberg and this is the Psychology Report. Once again, I'd like to turn our attention to family life. I would particularly like you to attend to issues that disrupt family life or impair family life or create a profound effect upon family life. You know, there are a number of events that uh, cause stress to anyone, but particularly to parents and their children as a family. Events that are very disruptive and hurtful and harmful and can make an enormous change in the personality and the lifestyle and the behavioral patterns of children within the family when such events occur. Let's take a look at some of these events and see what they are. In a research study done several years ago, the top 10 problems for a family were identified. The top 10 stresses for parents or for children or for a family were well identified and when we see children going through these kind of experiences, their life is definitely affected. Parents need to take action. Parents need to pay attention. Parents need to do something about it. Sure, these uh, same events affect parents, greatly affect them. But when you're thinking of a family, you think first of the children. What effect does, do these events have upon the children in your family? Let's take a look at them. Let me just name them first, then we'll come back to them and kind of explore, explore them a little bit. The death of a spouse, or the death of a parent, if you will. Number two, the divorce of parents in the life of children. Number three, marital separation. Number four, a prolonged absence of a parent, such as a parent going to jail or a parent working out of town or a parent being called away to take care of a family emergency in another city requiring prolonged absences. Number five, the death of a close family member or a relative, if you will. Number six, a significant personal injury or illness of a parent. Number seven, the marriage or the remarriage of a parent. Number eight, a parent being fired from work and is now unemployed. Or, in, if you will, a parent terminating employment abruptly and then being unemployed for a period of time. Number nine, a significant change in the structure of a family, such as one of the parents or both parents retiring, change in health status, the pregnancy of the birth of a sibling, if you will. And then number 10, a significant change in the financial status of a family, such as bankruptcy or uh, loss of employment or some unusual cost factor to a family requiring much financial drain. See, children are affected by these events. These are the top 10. There are others as well, by the way. But these are the top 10 events that affect children's lives. And parents need to take particular attention when these kind of events take place in the life of a parent, the life of a family. Obviously, the death of a parent is great upon a child. 
not just the death but the loss of comfort the loss of support the loss of a partner if you will a the loss of a parent that gave support and gave encouragement and gave strength and gave comfort and gave protection a death of a parent is an enormously stressful event for a child a child needs extra care and extra attention extra comfort at times the death of a spouse or the death of a parent number two again the divorce of parents you know parents going through a divorce are often very self-contained and very self-centered and focused on themselves and what they're going to do and then often neglect and overlook the effect that this has upon the children or upon a child you know the child asks himself what's going to happen to me a great time of insecurity and uncertainty and unsureness in the life of a child that's a profound question that children ask themselves in the bitterness of the night in the darkness of the night now what's going to happen to me number three even a marital separation is hard for a child parents often do that they have struggles they have difficulties they separate for a period of time often neglecting the children and how this is going to affect the children they don't take into account the fact that the child has a bond with both parents perhaps the closeness of the bond between parents is broken or about to be broken but that doesn't mean that the bond between the child and both parents is broken no the child maintains those bonds even though the spouses or the or the father and the mother divide and go their separate way whether temporarily or for a period of time the death of a close family member death is hard for children to understand they don't understand it so the death of a family member the death of a relative the death of a close friend very tough time for children they need to talk they need to have time to process that they need to understand death and they need to go through their own mourning and their own grieving process and parents need to help them do that you need to get out of your own grieving sometimes and get into the life of the child's grieving even a significant injury or illness that takes a parent away from a child on a day-to-day -day basis may need hospitalization or uh, cannot communicate real well or cannot give the support that is usually the case and it might be even a near-death kind of an experience children are greatly affected by these kind of experiences and again they don't know what's going to happen to them they don't know what's going to happen to anybody and their life is just in an upheaval they're uprooted if you will the marriage and the remarriage of a parent is very profound uh, for a child taking on a new father a new mother sometimes without much preparation without much bonding they're just kind of this is your new dad or this is your new mother uh, sometimes it's not even through a marriage it's just through two people coming together and living together and all of a sudden in the life of a child we have this strange person that shows up that now plays the role of a mother or plays the role of a father when that's not really the case that when the child hasn't accepted that person as a mother or as a father it isn't a matter of whether 
you marry or you don't marry. It's whether the children understand or the child understands who this person is and builds a bond and accepts and wants that person in their life. Just because a, you want a, a man in your life as a mother or you want a wife in your life to help with the children does not mean that the children want that. So it's the question, what do children want and what's the bond that you can help build for the child in that kind of a situation? A tough one is when a parent is fired at work or is unemployed. Now all of a sudden that, par- that person is home all the time. Like in retirement, the person's home all the time and they're not used to that. Or on the other hand, it can be a positive thing. Being home all the time, now the child has opportunity to bond with a parent that maybe otherwise they didn't. But it affects that relationship and it affects the future of that child. So whether that parent is gone or is more at home now on a day-to-day basis and able to interact with the child in a lot of different kind of situations. If that parent is a good parent, that parent has a bond with the child, it's probably a good thing. But if that child has strained relationships with a parent, and that parent is not in a real comfort zone with that child, being home all the time might be a very negative experience. And then lastly, any kind of change in the structure of a family, retirement, changing health status, a pregnancy, a birth, Uh, adoptions, bringing new people into the family, having somebody come and live for a period of time like grandparents or aunts and uncles. You know, people come into the family that basically don't belong there as far as the child is concerned. Now they're being forced to accept a change in the family structure and the family authority line and who now gives directions and who they listen to. These are very uncomfortable times for children. And we as parents need to be very careful when changes take place in our life, how that impacts our children. And we need to sit down and we need to think it through. We need to sit down and talk with the children with that and kind of explain what's going on and get their views and get their likes and their dislikes and their comfort areas and their discomfort areas of life. You can't just ignore a child when you're going through a tough time yourself as a mother, as a father, as a parent, the children go through that same tough time with you, parallel with you, and they have their own experiences. So even though you have to somehow get through the situation yourself, at the same time, you gotta think of how can you help the children get through that situation as well, and that everybody comes out positive It may take time. It may take a long period of time. And children need to understand that. You know, we're in it together, but we're going to get through this thing. We're having a tough time, but it's going to get better. This is tough now, but the the best is yet to come. I mean, there's got to be some hope that you give children. There's got to be some perspective you give children, along with the comfort that you give children, and the empathy, and the compassion, and the caring, and the concern that children deserve and need and want at times of disruption in their life. So here we are. We're parents, we're a family, but trouble takes place. Trouble happens. Trouble occurs. And as a parent, you have a responsibility not to just get through the situation yourself, but to help your children get through the situation with you. And maybe that they even get through it better 
You have to take it on the chin, but don't let the children take it on the chin. Let them be successful and let them grow from the experience. Let them mature from the experience. Look at ways that you can help them become better people, better children, better adults because of the experiences that you're going through as a family or as a parent. This has been the Psychology Report and I'm glad to be with you today. It's been a great topic and it's an important one because we do this kind of thing as a family. This is what family life is all about. Troubles take place. We have to process them. We have to deal with them. We have to consider the family members and how each family member deals with the stress and the struggles that we're going through. It's not just yourself. You can't be self-centered. You have to be other-centered, child-centered, if you will. So this is the Psychology Report, and I refer you to my website, booksbyhedberg.com, booksbyhedberg.com. And particularly, may I refer you to my book, Doctor, Teach Me to Parent. A great book for parents, particularly parents that are dealing with struggles in their family life with two or three children. Children have all kinds of problems themselves. Events happen. Troubles happen in a family. How do you deal with them? How do you handle these kind of situations? Well, I lead you through them in my book, Doctor, Teach Me to Parent. So pick it up. It'd be a great book to give somebody for Christmas. Maybe you have a child. Maybe you have a grandchild. Maybe you have friends that have children. Buy the book and give it out as a Christmas gift. Go to my website, booksbyhedberg.com and Bye for now.